0: Hello everyone, my name is Dawn, and I'm the host of the Procovery Podcast. We appreciate you joining us, and we think you'll be very happy you did. Today we're speaking with Susan Scott from Ozarks Medical Center in West Plains, Missouri. Ozarks Medical Center is a 114 bed, not-for-profit medical referral center serving an 11-county area in South Central Missouri and North Central Arkansas. OMC employs approximately 1,100 people and serves a population base of 150,000. Susan has been a dedicated Procovery Circle facilitator since 2008. We appreciate her being here today to discuss Procovery at OMC, where there are currently five Procovery Circles offered each week three in West Plains, one in Houston, and one in Mansfield. When we asked Susan what advice she'd share with new Procovery Circle facilitators, she had some very insightful suggestions. Have a listen.
1: The most important thing I think I would probably share with someone would be when you first start facilitating, it's easy to get caught up in the nuts and bolts of how the Procovery Circle works. And we have large groups at our site by virtue of the fact that there are a lot of people in our, you know, new Outlook Center. And um, one thing I found over time is that it really works well if you stick to the format. Like in the beginning, it seems like in our site, because we had so many people, that it was never going to work only 15 minutes out of the book and 15 minutes in the cards, and we have all these people, and how's that going to work? Is that going to work? Well, it does work if you stick to it because people adapt to it. But uh, once you get a bunch of Recovery Circles under your belt and you've been a facilitator for a while, maintenance things during the circle start becoming easier as time goes on because, you know, you get used to it. And if you have a co-facilitator, it's really helpful because they can watch the time for you, especially in the beginning. But um, what I would tell people to do is don't forget to look around the room at everybody and watch their faces because some people speak up very easily. They jump right in, and when they have something to say or something to read or... They'll raise their hand, they'll practically stand up. You know, they're so eager to read something out of the book or read their card or whatever. And there's other people that not a peep would come out of them to save their lives and they wouldn't speak up in group for anything. But you can tell by their faces that they have something important that they want to say. You can tell by their eyes. Their eyes kind of sparkle and they, and they kind of fidget and they look straight at you and we watch their faces. You can tell they're just bursting to say something, but they just don't know how to indicate it. And um, a lot of times what they have to say is, is like the most important thing that gets said in the group that day.
0: Susan has just outlined some of the key points we share with facilitators. Number one, the importance of sticking to the format. Number two, the value of having a co-facilitator, specifically in this instance for tracking time. Number three, the importance of really paying attention to circle members and not making the assumption that if a member of the circle is quiet or has not spoken up in the past that they don't have something to share. We often ask facilitators if they have a favorite ProCovery card. Here's Susan's answer.
1: Um, my really favorite recovery card is the one that's grasped in the hand of somebody who chooses it, reads it, and then they're bouncing up and down in the chair because they want to read it. They're so excited because they got a good one, you know, and they can't wait to read it and they want to be first. Yeah, that's my favorite card is the, the, at that moment, you know, it's that one that lights somebody's eyes up when they read it because you know, it rings a bell, or they can relate to it.
0: During our conversation, Susan spoke to us about her favorite chapter in The Power of Procovery.
1: Okay, um, boy, that's hard to choose because they're all great in their own ways. They all have so much to say. Um, Probably my favorite is Practical Partnering because I really like the way it encourages people to communicate with their their treatment team and their caregivers and and ask questions you know of them because that's something that in the past I've been in the mental health system for a long time and in the past it was like you when you went to see your your psychiatrist or your doctor your therapist or whatever they were sort of like um, the big experts and and you just kind of sat there and waited for them to prescribe something or or give out words of wisdom and you didn't question what they gave you or told you and with the chapter on practical partnering it emphasizes the fact that you really have to be involved and be like you're the most important person in your treatment team you know you have to speak up and you have to uh, interact with the doctor because the doctor doesn't really know what's going on with you unless you tell them something that a lot of people uh, you can see kind of that they, they read that part of the chapter and they, it sort of, the light goes on over their head, you know, and they think, you know, hey, I am an important part of the treatment team. You know, what I have to say to the doctor is important. Maybe I should start speaking up. And then the other part of practical partnering is educating yourself about your illness and your diagnosis.
0: We asked Susan what, if you can look up, you can get up, means to her. If you're not familiar, this is a line from the Procovery song, I Am Rising. Here, she speaks a bit about what this means to her.
1: To me, it means that if you can look up and see where you're going, what you're reaching for, what you're trying to do, you know, then you can get there. You know, if you can look up and see where you're going, you can reach it.
0: At PI, we've seen the profound impact ProCovery can and does have on literacy and the desire to read. Facilitators share their stories with us often in this regard, and this is Susan's.
1: We have our lunch just before we have ProCovery, and we all sit in the same room and eat our lunch together, and the only problem we have with them is that they whip out the book during lunch. And they want to read, whole, like, whole paragraphs and stuff out, out loud during lunch when we haven't even started. And so Lucy, Lucy and I do it together, and uh, we're always telling them, uh, well, uh, put a bookmark in that, you know. And then as soon as we start up Procovery right after lunch, you know, then you'd be the first one to read, you know. And, and uh, just put a, a bookmark or a piece of lettuce or something in that so you will go right back to it.
0: If you're familiar with Procovery, you're probably familiar with a short story about someone named Sheldon. If you're not, well, the very short version of the story is that Sheldon wanted very badly to win the lottery, but unfortunately, never did. We asked Susan why Sheldon never won the lottery.
1: Oh, poor Sheldon never bought a ticket. That comes up so often. We we talk a lot about Sheldon, why Sheldon never coughed up A couple bucks for a ticket is more than we can figure out, but he just never, never bought a ticket and helped out.
0: (laughs) We use the story of Sheldon and Procovery to highlight the difference between wishing and hoping. For Sheldon to move from passively wishing he would win the lottery to actively hoping he might win, he would have needed to purchase a ticket. To end our interview, we asked Susan if she had any last statements about ProCovery, and here is her answer.
1: I'm just such a cheerleader for ProCovery because it works. You know, it, it's a practical system that works on a day to day basis for regular, ordinary people you know, that come to the circle. I see it work every day. I see people understanding things they didn't understand before the circle started. And um, I'm one of these people that's kind of results-oriented. I, I believe in things that actually give results. And um, that's the thing I love so much about Procovery is it works.
0: A big thank you to Susan Scott for taking the time to speak with us and for sharing not only her insight and expertise, but her warm spirit as well. We are continuing to hear from some other very inspiring and diverse guests across varied settings in Missouri. We hope you will continue to join us as well as share these podcasts with friends, family, or colleagues. Also, we invite you to follow us at www.twitter.com/procovery. Just one more way to stay connected to all of you. Today we would like to leave you with a quote from Rumi. Be a lamp or a lifeboat or a ladder. Help someone's soul heal. Walk out of your house like a shepherd.